This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. A few announcements before we get started today. We have a bunch of new Patreon members. Welcome, everybody. If you are new to listening to the podcast, hello. You can watch full-length videos of all of these interviews by going to patreon.com slash coven of rejects. And there's this interview and then other ones that we've done in the past. There's a bunch of other content on there as well. Um, But you can watch these interviews on any of the tiers. My lowest tier is the Beginner Witch and it's $5. And you get a bunch of other content on there as well, not just the videos. So I'm excited to see you over there. There should also be a link for Patreon in the description wherever you're listening to this episode. Readings with me, I have discounted to the end of the year. So I know that I was only going to do them um, through like the Thanksgiving time, but I actually decided to just extend it as an end of year sale. So my mediumship readings and my full length tarot and oracle readings are $25 off on my website, which is covenofrejects.com. And that's where you can also get merch for 10% off. And I don't know if I ever told you guys that we dropped new merch. There's a bunch of new stuff on there. We've got beanies and new hoodies and you guys just have to go over to covenofrejects.com and go check out the merch. Use your 10% off coupon. I just love seeing everybody repping the brand. Um, And I just want to give a huge shout out right before we hop into this for Kim Dunn over at the other side for partnering and sending out gift boxes to guests that we have on the show. Um, You know, that's been a goal that I had on the podcast for so long was being able to send out like appreciation gifts after I have people on the um, podcast and it's actually a reality and I'm so grateful. So thank you to Kim Dunn with the other side. And then of course we have our sponsor Lost Trail Coffee. Um, and they are giving 10% off of their coffee. So please check the description for the code that you can use for their website so that you can get 10% off. There are five different flavors. They range from mild to really motherfucking strong. Um, My favorite coffee is the espresso blend and their uh, French roast as well. So with that being said, we are going to hop into today's episode. I have Gabe. Um, I personally know Gabe because we are in the same mediumship course together and have just um, kind of been brought into contact by my mediumship mentor. And this was such a good conversation. Stick around till the end because we give each other readings and 
this is one of those stories that it's the reason that I started the podcast um, because you would never hear a story like his if there wasn't like a platform for you to listen to that and for you to understand somebody. And I find it really interesting to have somebody who is a Christian who does use this gift. I, I just love finding new people that do new things. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Here is Gabe. Hi, Gabe. Welcome to Coven of Rejects. Hi, Gemini. I'm so excited to connect with you. I catch you live sometimes and you go in depth with people a lot about your journey and like educating people on where you come from. Whoa, that was the arm of my chair. And I would just love the people who listen to this podcast to kind of get to know you too, because I know you have a really in-depth story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to start with you on, I know that you were raised in another spirituality. So um, what spirituality were you raised in and kind of how do you identify yourself now? I grew up as old time Pentecostal. So, which was, we couldn't get baptized into, we had the spirit of the spirit of the Holy Spirit enter us and we spoke in tongues. And this was when I was probably, when I was 13, this is when this all journey began for me. My stepmother was strictly Pentecostal and this was an old time Pentecostal church. And I tried to connect with Holy Spirit, I couldn't connect. And then I took some time away out of the church And when I decided I was going to go back to church, I was in my early 20s. And I received the gift of the Holy Spirit, and then I was baptized. And then I would go back and forth of going in and out of the church because I didn't feel there was a true, true connection at that time with Holy Spirit and with God. And then I would go back leave again go back it was a repetitive cycle and then I spent three years going to church strictly and developing my spiritual gifts with prophecy and um, teaching then I decided okay there's just no connection again and I started getting in a very very dark depressed state because I felt I couldn't be my true self And now that I'm in my early 30s, mind you, it's taken me probably about 10 years to finally realize my true identity and what I was meant to do. So up to that point, I knew I could speak to God and God can deliver messages and I could deliver the messages to the congregation. But it was getting to the point where they said the abilities that I had was the works of Satan. So I always questioned. And I said, so speaking to God and giving the gift of prophecy is different from being able to talk to loved ones who have crossed over. And they said, yes. I was like, well, I don't see a difference in it. So I would go back and forth in my brain, racking my brain about, well, how is it different? Because the Bible always stated, especially in 1 Corinthians, 
that the more you seek God, the more gifts you're going to obtain. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of hurt within the church for one, because I knew I was different from everybody else. I knew I could connect with spirits. They would always try to do deliverances on me stating that I had demonic possession. I would get deathly sick from it. And I remember during the one time that they decided they were going to try to do a deliverance, I finally looked up at God and I said, listen, there's one thing they will never steal from me. And that's my abilities. Mm-hmm. I was like, they can try to shut them out, but they're not going to steal my abilities. And he was okay with that. He says, I already know you're not giving them up. You're not meant to give them up. And now that I've been doing mediumship one class with Noel and with all of you guys, it's been a eye revelation moment, an eye opening moment that that is what started my spiritual journey, but my spiritual journey is finishing and what God wants me to do. And that is to prove the continuity of life and give messages of love, hope, and faith. And it's not, the spiritual walk has not been easy whatsoever because I still have flashbacks from the days going to church to now. And I still sometimes question myself, am I doing what God wants me to do? Am I in alignment with my walk with God? And then God revealed something to me. And he says, you do realize it's okay to be a gay Christian with the abilities. And that's what a lot of people, especially in the gay community who do have the ability and struggle to this day need to know that it is perfectly okay to be a gay Christian with the ability and the gifts. You know what I love um, just about getting to know you and whatnot is that we use our the gifts in different ways mm-hmm. and we are completely different people and there's just such this sense of like community and respect for just being somebody else who has this gift and shares it with other people and I I love the journey that you've been on because it is so different from my own. And so it's just really interesting to see that we do something with this gift similar, having completely different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I had so many questions while you were talking. I had to like grab a notepad. So when I wasn't <laughs> looking at you, it's because I had to write things down. Um, so yes, it is 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. Um, where they mention um, that God says you should use all of your gifts, um, which is, you know, the, the judgment that you were talking about, about being, you know, gay and Christian and having those gifts and using them or whatnot, is that if they just use the book and read, then they would, they would see these. It's also so interesting to me all the time when, um, when things are categorized as like being of Satan or being of the devil, because there really aren't spots in the Bible that specifically say, and you know, whatever you, you can't be a medium. You can't do these things because those are negative workings. Um, I, I wanted to specifically ask um, the difference between channeling and the Holy Spirit entering your body. So for those that are listening, channeling and because what it sounds like to me as an outsider is it sounds like possession when you talk about having the Holy Spirit enter and speaking in tongues. So those that don't know that are listening, 
the difference between channeling and possession is that channeling is when you are still in control of your own body, your own mind, but you are seeking the messages out. And, um, but you, you are like, there is a permission being happening with you and that spirit for communication. A possession is where that energy literally takes over your body, your physical form, and they communicate themselves directly. And usually that's not a, um, that's usually not something that people are like agreeing to, unless you do like specific death workings and whatnot. Um, so what would be the difference between channeling and the Holy spirit entering in like a possession? When I was always doing prophecy, I would channel Holy spirit and Holy spirit would talk when it, comes into allowing the Holy Spirit to enter your body, you're allowing him to fully not take control, but it's him giving the permission saying, okay, you're allowing me to start healing you from the inside out and start taking away all that junk. And that's when you pretty much go into tongues and you are speaking to God himself because it is God's language. And it's usually the first time you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, it's a big repentance for everything that you have done that was against God. So when I first received the gift of the Holy Spirit, I felt it go in through my chest and it's like, boom, it goes right in, but it leaves you directly after he's done doing what he needs to do. Where the possession part of a negative entity it enters and there's it does not come out it wants full control over that person's body and they're going to do what they got to do and they're out to destroy kill that person because holy spirit will come in and leave that's what he does and it's out of he's doing it out of love and out of respect of his vessels where the negative entity is not that way Okay. So it's more of like a, it's more of a like positive experience than it is. Okay. So I get what you're saying. The complete energy about it is different, even if there's similarities yeah, in the physical. It's all about with Holy Spirit. It's all light where possession is usually all dark. And that's when you see a lot of people's like, you can tell, especially in their eyes, because they will not have eye color. Like we normally would, they will go all black. And I've seen this firsthand. And when Holy Spirit comes unto you, you see nothing but white light around you. And I can go more in depth with this because I've walked with God himself and he has showed me things. <clears throat> and I've spiritually wise, I have traveled up into heaven. I know what heaven looks like. It's the most beautiful place you will ever see but i've also traveled through hell too and hell is one of the darkest places you see nothing but burnt up stone fire all around you you hear screaming it's one of the craziest things i've ever seen in my life and that's when i first started developing my abilities i was started in the light and ended up somehow in the dark side of things and that's where I started real, that's when I started going, okay, is this really something I really want to do? Because if it's that easy to go over to that side, from this side, it's not going to work out. 
but then I had to remember when I got back into using my abilities, I had to set the intention that I'm not going to go back to that side of things and I'm going to stay within the light. Because I know what that dark side is all about. And yeah. I have no, no parts of doing the works of that side. I will stay where I'm happy, where I get the messages of love, hope, and faith. And that's where I'm going to stay. And there are, you know, I think that there need to be people who want to stay in the light, just as there are people who dwell in dark and who help people through darkness in that way. You help people who are seeking light and you have a special purpose with doing that. Um, as you're talking about the Holy Spirit, it makes me, so I was raised in Christian science mm -hmm. and, um, I don't know if you know about Christian science, but the, they always differentiate and they call it the Holy ghost. And so I'm trying to kind of, um, you know, how like it's the easy for you to understand things if you can apply them to yeah, yourself. It's the same thing. Like Pentecostal, we call it, they either call it Holy spirit or the Holy ghost. So for those listening, and this is the way that I was always taught it. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you have God, you have Jesus, and then you have the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, which are actually the messages and the energy behind like the love and the messages. So when you're talking about like having um, like the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit enter you, it's this energy of the messages of like Jesus's teaching and things where you're being filled with an energy of um, going out and speaking like God's word to people because you have been invoked with that same energy. Is that how you'd explain it? Yep. That's exactly how it is because it's when the, when you receive the gift of the Holy ghost, it is such a fast download and he will show you things so quickly that it's, you won't fully remember it at the time, but they do come back when you are getting ready to preach a message out of the gospel. So and I'll tell you me where I was looking in the Bible and something just the flashback happened. I'm like, so that's what he showed me two years ago. That's so but there's a time and there's a season where he's going to show you and reveal things to you, but you have to be able to channel him and put it with the readings that you're going and what the message is he's trying to deliver. And it's not, sometimes it's one of the most hardest things because I was an ordained pastor. I knew the Bible without a shadow of a doubt, but it's not where God wanted me because I knew I was called to evangelism. I was called to be a prophet. And that was my last calling two years ago was to be in prophecy. And I'm like, Hey God, if this is how, if this is what you want, I, I will do it. And then it was like a dead halt because the church I was going to always tried to stop me from delivering the messages that God wanted me to deliver. And then I said, God, I know there's more for me and <clears throat> you're just not revealing it right away. And he says, I will reveal it when I feel you are mentally, physically ready. And that's when my abilities started coming back. Wow. Your experiences are just, it's not even necessarily like things that I personally believe in all of it, but there's so many little pieces when you speak that I'm like, oh, I have a, 
I have an experience that is similar to that or, or a viewpoint that's similar to that, where it makes me kind of like, I don't know, think about situations that I've had or conversations that I've had that I just kind of let go in the moment that I'm realizing all come kind of pieces together, if you will. Um, what's the difference between having prophecy and being a psychic? Prophecy, okay, because I've seen it be very, very relatable, especially since I am a psychic medium, because I can read a tarot deck just like that. I can go right into medium just like that. Prophecy is telling the future of what is to come in this world, where being psychic is when you're reading somebody, you are seeing exactly, and when it comes to me, I can go straight to their past to where they are now. And like, for example, when I was reading a good friend of mine, I went, I was picking up on what they were going through right now. And then I went to the past and I was like, there was something drastic and traumatic that happened to you in the past. And I stated what it was and they were mind blown because I didn't know this person from Adam or Eve. Okay. So doing prophecy and psychic, it's pretty much co hand in hand because God's revealing what this person is going through and what the future is going to hold for them. And that is the exact same thing prophecy teaches us. We give the messages of love, hope, and faith at what is coming either right now or what happened in the past or what's coming in the future. You're what I like to call a path illuminator, where when you give readings to people, you don't just tell them, and this is how you're feeling in this moment. Don't you resonate with that? You go, and this is how you can move on from this and how you can move forward. And this is what you went through in the past that leads up to this moment. It's actually always fascinated me to get a reading with you because I watch you give people readings on live and I see that um, you have all of these. And by the way, the reason that the church that wasn't for you is because they wanted to box you in and they wanted you to label your gifts and to do something very specific for them and what would benefit them and make the church look good. And you are much broader than that. You have all of these different gifts, whether you call them prophecy or mediumship or psychic abilities, but you have this way of combining all of what you have and giving somebody a like experience for their soul when they get a reading where um, I also think that because you relay your message with like the Holy Spirit in mind, the way that you deliver your message is very nurturing to people, even when you're calling them out. And that's something that is um, a rare thing too, to be able to get a direct cushioned message. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sometimes mind boggles me because do I remember some of the readings I've ever done? Yes, I have. But there's moments where spirits like, no, you're, you don't need to remember this because this has happened to them in the past and you are here to shed light onto their dark situations and bring them out of that dark place and bring them back into the realization and to the light of things. The past isn't what defines them, but their future, if you can just provide that little bit of hope on their future and what is gonna come forth and what they're gonna be walking into, then you are doing your job that you were supposed to be doing. You feel like the pieces that you remember when you do remember readings, that they're like little pieces that like blew your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's why, 
Okay. So today I did a mediumship reading before we started this episode. Mm -hmm. And, um, I said, and he, and I just remember this. And I said, um, he said, now they can see the world through his eyes. And I'm just, you know, repeating what I'm hearing. And she gasps and she goes, you don't understand. He was a donor and he restored somebody's vision in California because he donated his eyes and she got vision. And I just like wanted to cry. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing how some readings that we do as psychic mediums gets us in our emotions because you can feel the hurt at that given time with your client and you can feel their heart just breaking and you just really want to reach through the phone or the computer and just give them a big hug. But sometimes it's what they need to hear at that time that is going to pull them through. What's crazy is that this reading was for a friend of mine and I also knew her husband who Mm -hmm. passed, who we were talking to. And I've never done a reading with somebody past that I know like that. And so it was honestly, um, I think that had we not been doing this mediumship class and learning, uh, a different type of mediumship than I did before. Cause this, cause direct mediumship is very new for me. And, um, just being with like the ethereal body and things. And it helped me to better understand emotions that spirit is going through as well. And had we not been doing this class and, and sharpening this tool every single week in a new way, I don't know that I would have been able to do the reading like was done today. So it's like divine timing. Yeah. Everything's in divine timing. Like I can literally, if I'm, in a live and I get real quiet, this is the warning sign people know about me very, very well. I will get real quiet when I'm picking up on someone. And if I start then doing a reading in the chat, I'm like, I need a box right now. So they will put me in a box. And it's amazing how spirit works that way because I've helped a lot of people that are, have been in some dark situations for quite some time in the United Kingdom. And I didn't think in my wildest dream that I would start being known in the United Kingdom. I thought I was just gonna be a US-based psychic medium, but that's not how it's working. I'm now in Scotland, I'm now in Ireland, I'm in United Kingdom, I'm starting to hit Germany and France. It's just amazing how spirit is connecting me to a different community that's really actually afraid to use their abilities because they have been raised on such strict standards that a lot of them don't accept the fact that they have mediumship abilities. They have psychic abilities. They just push it aside and be like, yeah, well, I know I do, but I'm not going to tap into it. And that's where the message came from from spirit that said, it's okay to be a Christian. It's okay to be gay with these abilities. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you're different because we all were made different to do certain things in life. Yeah. And, and everything that you go through is a part of your unique experience. And I actually made an announcement on the podcast recently because Spotify came up with 
came out with like our, our numbers and our demographics for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We have a huge UK following too, for that very same reason. Um, because they're not able to get information to get materials, whatever. And I was like, I'll send out, I'll mail you books. I'll like, let me know what you need because yeah, people can't find support. And they also, you know, a lot of people crave being able to find mediums or find psychics and get some like um, direction in life. And those people don't have, you know, your local psychic and go walk, you know, down main street and go find somebody. And a lot of psychic mediums, if you look at it, besides Tony Stockwell in the United Kingdom, most of the psychic mediums are in the United States. And if you can't get a booking with Tony Stockwell, or you are going to nothing but, as we're learning, people who do free readings, they're not fully connecting with the spirit. You need somebody who is well-in-tuned with their abilities in order to get the message that you are looking for. I've talked to three to four people whose spirits who've crossed over at one time, and I'm like, okay, you're going to just, I just need to talk to one right now because it does get overwhelming, especially when there's a line of spirits for this one person. You're like, I just need the one message from one of them right now. The other ones will come at a different time. So you have to be able to set those boundaries, especially when you're doing the work that we do as psychic mediums, because otherwise you're just going to get overwhelmed and you're going to get burned out. We have to put our egos ourselves aside to be that vessel to communicate with the other side and if you allow them to take full control and not have your boundaries set this is where problems start coming in and you're you just have so much energy coming into you that by the time you're done that reading you're wiped completely out your energy's you're down you you won't be reading for a couple days and that's happened before with me before i started charging for readings I did 21 readings in one night, free readings. And I said, after that, I was out for probably about a week to regain my energy. And I said, you know, I was looking at the financials of it. I was looking at my energy putting out. And I said, you know, this isn't going to ever happen again. Was I spot on with every single 21 readings? I was. But it <laughs> Let gets me just the- mention how right I was. <laughs> <laughs> But it was to the point where it was, okay, you're not going to do this anymore for free because this is where people's going to start using you. And then you get your energy vampires, you get the fake accounts starting. It's just a mess. And you have to reliterate, okay, these are paid readings for a reason because it's our energy, our time, our dedication to our giftings and our abilities that we are putting forth. And people don't seem to understand that there is a process that we all have to go through before we even do readings. There and is so problem. much behind the scenes that they for don't somebody realize. who does readings. And I, I have done TikTok live readings. I've done live readings in general. I've done them mm-hmm. free and I've done them paid. And I do not like going live and doing readings because when you are tapped into collective energy for me like I give and take that energy I'm not 
And so I feel like I'm absorbing everybody's everything. And you really have no filtration on who's coming in and what they're projecting. And um, I, I won't do lives anymore um, for readings like that, at least not right this minute. And TikTok in general, the fact that you are able to thrive on there the way that you are, because you do, when you go in lives, people are getting readings. When I pop in, it's all of these like positive, you know, loving comments and, and so much support of you. I think it's so fucking cool that you're able to do that. And I had to think, especially because I know you came into the live on Sunday night and I was like, and spirit was like, you need to start your story on lives too. And I was like, no, I don't want to do like, I will argue hardcore with spirit because I feel like there's times where it's okay to start your story. And then I'm like, that wasn't what my intention was And spirit totally. And what I love about spirit is how you can have your attention on what you want to do, but best believe they're going to do a 360 on you. And you're, they're going to be like, Oh no, you can read these two people, but then you're doing this. Yep. And I was like, okay. So I was just going with the flow Sunday night and I remember seeing your name pop in to the chat and I said, hey, Gemini, and you got you were just quiet because you were listening to what the messages that were coming forth, because a lot of the classmates, they're still struggling with the fact that they have these abilities, but they're scared to use them because they're scared of what people are going to think. And it's like I say, don't be scared of what you are capable of and don't be scared of what spirit wants you to do. You know, I, and this is why, like I started mentorship too, is because so many people just need to be in an environment where it's okay to make a mistake and for you not to know how to really use that gift yet. And mm -hmm. to just throw things out there. Like, I think that it can be really intimidating for people. And I was talking to Noelle about this too. I was talking to her about the mediumship class. And I said, this mediumship class is incredible for people who already use this gift and they already know what they're doing and they are really going in and like fine tuning it because somebody who, um, who has a gift and they're still learning how to, how to even process that they're not necessarily in a place to give a group reading. You know what I mean? Like, and for those listening, um, Gabe and I are both, and so is Ginny, who was recently on the podcast. Um, we are all in mediumship course together. And the way that our course goes is when um, the spirit circle is open, you are literally just giving um, mediumship readings to other people in your class. And we focus, it's a direct mediumship um, course. So we focus on the ethereal body. So um, describing to people the physical of the person that was passed away and then the message that comes as well. And so for people who may not necessarily have really used that gift before, it can be really intimidating to be surrounded by other people and be watching them like describe the ethereal body and getting confirmation. And then now it's your turn to do that. And it, mm -hmm. it, it, it can be nerve wracking for some people. But what I love about the mediumship class and how Noel teaches the Richardson method. So when circle is, when we start our five minute meditation and then we go straight into 
an open circle. We, our eyes are closed. There, mm-hmm. and this is how we can fully make sure we are connecting to the spirit. And what I love about that fact is we don't open our eyes to see the other person that we're reading. Because as soon as we open our eyes, that's when our ego starts to come back and we're like, am I going to mess this up? Are they going to give me a yes? Are they going to give me a no? And you can't be in that mindset because when you are connecting with spirit, your ego better better be out that damn door. And you got to surrender your whole self to be able to communicate with your spirit guides and communicate to the spirit. Yeah. And that's why I love the Richardson method because it is a different eye awakening from how we used to do mediumship to how we are now more connecting with the spirit and seeing what the spirit is showing us. Now, it's not always 100% of the time that they are going to show you what they look like before they died. They're going to show you their younger selves. They're going to show you when they were in their early 40s. It's amazing how spirit can come through. And it's like when I did the reading on you the one time in class, I said, Gemini, I'm picking up on a lady, a female figure that has longer brownish, blondish brown hair. And I said, is that resonating with you? And you said, yes. And I'm like, okay. And then I gave other facts that I really don't remember because (laughs) that was a personal thing for you. And then I delivered the message. So it's amazing how spirit... Because I always ask when I get a spirit, I'm like, hey, who do you want to communicate with? And they will tell me right then and there who they are for. And sometimes you don't get that right away. And you have to hurry up and open your eyes long enough to search to where you're feeling that energy drawing to. But it's like if you are already in with your abilities and you're just fine tuning your abilities, you're going to get it just like that. Where people who just are now learning that they have these abilities, it's going to be a process for them. And I think this is where their intimidation and their fear comes from. And that's why when I do my lives, I was like, and I start teaching, especially out of uh, Ray Buckland's book of spirit of communications. I'm like, you guys, I was like, Holy spirit didn't give us the spirit of fear or confusion and all of this. I was like, you need to remember there's times even as well in tune psychic mediums we don't always get it right and that's where the learning curveball comes in because they want to be 100 percent accurate but they have to remember there's times you're not going to have it all right and i think that's one of the biggest struggles with a lot of people that are just learning about their abilities and learning to do readings is well And it's the aftermath when it fully hits where you're like, after you're done the live, you're like, what could I have done different? What, you know, why am I not fully connecting? Mm -hmm. And that's where you have to look into a self-reflection. Did my ego get in the way? Did my own personal thinking get in the way? And that's what people have to remember when we are doing readings, we don't think and we let our egos just they go bye-bye. And if it's anything that I could teach anybody who's new getting into their giftings with tarot readings or full mediumship readings is listen to 
high energy music. Music that resonates with your soul is going to be the music that brings the spirits in. Like right now, I've been stuck on Leona Lewis from Leona Lewis's um, spirit album, Run, which is talking about you being in a dark place, but you're lighting up for other people to help other people that are going through situations. And the song, and I couldn't figure out why I've been stuck on the song and just spirit revealed it to me. She said, spirit, my spirit guy was like, you go dim sometimes, but she says, but when you get in your motion and into doing what you're doing, she says, you're, you are so bright that it's not even funny. She says, there's nothing but white around you. And I was like, well, that does make sense. She, and I was like, cause I talked to my spirit guide throughout the whole day. And I'm like, no matter, I say, even though I might be going through one of the worst days of my life with depression or anxiety, I said, at the end of the day, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel but I cannot bring what I'm going through into what I'm getting ready to do with readings. So that's when I literally, before I even go on live, it takes me two to three hours just to prep myself because I have to die to myself and what my emotions are and what I'm going through in order to do my work. And I can yell out of spirit all day. I'd be like, I ain't working today. Newsflash. We're never not working. Correct. So we can argue with spirits, say, no, we're not doing it. But when they are sitting there talking constantly and you're like looking around because you can see where they're at and you're like, well, I wasn't planning on doing this today, but I guess we're going to go ahead and do this because we have to be, we have to set that mind mindset that, okay, yes, the veil is very, very thin. We are in the holiday season, but it's been thin for the last three months. Yes, the fuck it has. And I've been saying that even before Samhain or Halloween or whatever you call it, um, the veil has been super thin. And doing readings the last three months has been so intense and incredible. And for those that like have gifts, if you have not been using this energy right now, you are seriously cheating yourself because... It is such a time for learning how to channel specifically. Like if you don't, what you're talking about when you're talking about um, letting your ego go to the side, that's learning how to channel messages. And that's such a, not every, and I didn't know this, but not every medium can channel or does channel. Mm -hmm. And, um, those people are usually people who don't have necessarily like a direct contact, if that makes sense. Like they can tell you that they see something that they're, you know, maybe they can point out signs for you, but, um, channeling is a, you might want to jump in on it too, Gabe describing it, but channeling is when you are literally not inside yourself thinking for yourself you're not going well this message doesn't make any sense it is you are connected to that energy to spirit and you are openly just communicating every single thing that you hear feel smell everything because that is playing into a reading and um something that you said earlier gabe you were talking about 
that not every medium or every psychic is going to be a hundred percent correct all the time. And I always tell people to just take from the reading what resonates. Cause once you're flowing and you're just sharing everything, somebody can pick things out in the moment and later everything else can make sense too. Yeah. I mean, with channeling, it's very, you have direct channeling and then you have the ones where they're like, I don't know about if I'm hitting it right or if I'm channeling properly, mm -hmm. but people also have to remember, okay, if you are in tune with your abilities and you can channel directly with spirit, you're going to be fine, but it's where their ego does get in the way and they're like, okay, I'm picking up on this, picking up on this, picking up on this. And it's not me for say saying, okay, you're doing it wrong because our job is not to state that we are doing things wrong. Our jobs is to actually be the second part of teaching and what we know we can give out that information. So channeling is very different than doing psychic work because you have to be able to know the difference. Yes. And when I channel, okay, there's sometimes I don't get every little thing, okay? And that's with any of us. We can pick up the, you know, sometimes we could pick up on colors and everything else but it's not 100% guaranteed that that's really going to resonate with someone. I'd love to ask you um, like some specific questions about your mediumship, if that's okay. That's fine. So when, you, when you're doing a reading and you're connecting with spirit, do you, which Claire do you feel like you use the most? Like clairvoyance, clairaudience, how do you connect? I use both. I have to. And do, do things come through like images for you or, or how do things look? If I'm picking up somebody's past, it's usually little small video clips. And it's kind, it kind of scares me at some times because like you're seeing the exact thing that happened to them, especially like if I'm dealing with a client because I've had multiple clients who were um, molested at a young age and spirit is literally showing me that. And it's like, do I really need to say this? And sometimes, and I will, sometimes if I'm in the middle of a reading, I will apologize to the person. I was like, are you sure you want this to be, um, broadcasted on live or do you want to take this to a private reading? Because usually when I say that, it means I'm about to go very, very in-depth with their life. And some people are okay with it going on live, and some people aren't. And once I do start hitting those deep, deep aspects of their life, it's they get mind-blown at first, or another thing is they ball their eyes out. Because if you don't know me and I don't know you, but I'm telling your whole life story, just like that, they're like, how do you know this? Because we don't know each other. Yeah. So it's amazing when I can see what's going on and then when spirit is actually telling me as well, because it happens secretly. Like I can see and then I'm like 
listening to spirit at the same time and they're like this is that it's this 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 that has led them up to right now and a lot of them still hold a lot of guilt and think it's their fault when it really wasn't if we give each other readings on the podcast does it count as our homework (laughs) i'm gonna assume that's a yes gemini you're just talking and earlier when you were talking about um and I can read tarot or whatever spirit was like and you're gonna read his and I'm like oh shit okay (laughs) yeah because I because I was already before we were texting I was already preparing myself spiritually wise and I'm like okay I know somebody's getting a reading I don't know if Gemini's gonna give me one or we're going we're gonna give each other one and then right before we went on together I'm like we're both getting readings today and I was like okay this is part of our homework Noel Noel will be happy Noel will be so proud listening in (laughs) (laughs) all right so um I opened up a circle before we did the podcast just because I always do that before I have guests on would it make Mm -hmm. you more comfortable if we did one together or are you okay with the one that's already been set up Oh, we can do however. I'm flexible. You know this. Okay. I open circle differently than we do in class. So mm-hmm. um, I am not Christian. So <laughs> my circle is different. <laughs> I want to open up a circle of communication and protection as Gabe and I both give each other readings today. I ask that gods, goddesses, ancestors, spirit guides, and guardian angels just come and surround us right now as our guard is down and our energy is flowing freely. I ask that spirit helps make me a hollow bone and give Gabe um, information and readings that are intended for him today and to also help light the path um, on different things that he can do um, to really enhance his journey after this reading. I feel like there's a lot of um, directional questions that Gabe has and I ask that spirit just come through and help me to um, deliver that and give him some guidance and with that being said the spirit circle is now open <laughs> I, so I love this deck every card in this deck is from a different deck and so the energy and it's just like really fucking cool the first card that i got for you is the ten of cups so right now i really feel like you're comfortable in the community that you've been like creating for yourself you finally feel like you're supported and you are understood i feel that you've gained a whole lot of strength through i really feel like the past six months has been this like transformation period for you and Um, I really feel this disconnect in the past with wanting to have like close relationships with people. And maybe that goes into kind of the things that you'd been discussing before with, you know, just different things that you experienced in your upbringing and not being understood. But I feel like you're being so respected right now for the gifts that you have. Um, But I also think that in the deep moments when you're by yourself and you're having like really reflective periods I feel this like very deep depression that you have too sorry this feels like it's getting real um (laughs) um but I feel like there there is this like really deep depression that you go through um and I feel like 
you have to be constantly giving yourself movement. You're somebody who, um, if you start to feel stagnant and you start to feel like you're going under, then you completely slip down and it's really hard for you to get out. And I almost imagine like pits of despair and Mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard for you. Um, I think that, you know, how we're always telling people like, you need to like deeply feel that so that you can process it and take the shadow work out. You're probably the only person in my life that I'll recommend to like, maybe don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that so deeply. Because what happens is, and this is where we're going to co assign with this reading is because once, if you go in fully into that dark, deep spot that you're in at that given moment, it brings a whole world of emotions up and you're like, and then you will just sit there and dwell and dwell and dwell. And what you're not realizing is, is you're manifesting that to relive again. So I'm always like, if you're not comfortable, because I call them doorways of the past in our brain. And if you're not fully ready to deal with that mentally and or physically or emotionally, I don't you dare open it. Because it's going to do, there's going to be a lot of negative effects that come from it. I agree. And you have to really, um, I think, be prepared when you're in, how would I even say this? I feel like when you're going through that, you have to be really prepared to be able to get out of it. And if you're somebody who you cannot pull yourself out of it, then maybe going that deep isn't recommended. Yeah. I also think that if you have, I would almost say, are you already doing counseling? Was. I would say that like doing therapy, I think is good for you. Mm-hmm. I have the hermit. So that's not, I, I, spirits like, that's not what you said. Mm-hmm, that would be, that's not what you want to do. You're like, okay, great advice. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Spirit goes on. I see you. I feel like right now, um, I feel like there's almost a dissatisfaction. Like you're, you're really proud of where you are in this moment and, and how difficult it's been for you to get to this spot. But at the same time, you constantly have this feeling that like, you're not doing enough and you Mm -hmm. don't necessarily check in with yourself and show how grateful you are like on this journey. But the next one that I have is the ace of pentacles for you. And so I really feel like what you are, what you're feeling you're not doing enough of is financially based. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I wish that I was bringing in more finance and more abundance and whatever, but what you're bringing in around you is community and you're building trust with people, which is going to turn into financial security. But as I'm sure, you know, spirit doesn't want you just focused on like material material avenues right now. It really is about building your, your foundation so that that financial materiality can be a long-term lasting thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that right now, if you were to just like get a quick buck, I think that that's not really going to be benefiting you. Um, you have the King of Cups next and really right now, the reason that there's a lull for you. And I feel like you do feel there's a lull. Yeah. You go live and whatnot, but you, you kind of still feel like a little bit like stuck in a rut. And I think that that slow pace is so that you have a minute to emotionally catch up with everything that's happening around you. And um, 
Ooh, you keep getting pentacles. So like right now, like put your head down, like don't have excuses about the things. Keep doing what you're doing. You judge yourself a whole fucking lot. And that's what gets in your way is you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know. Um, we have the four of wands next though. So like, we're talking about laying new foundations. We're talking about doing things with, um, teamwork. Um, if you have specific things that you've been like wanting to do, like relocating yourself or, um, having goals of having like, I would say having material goals right now sounds really Mm -hmm. good for you because then you can start putting energy into manifesting that. And your last card was the nine of cups. So literally like all of this comes together and gives you that total peace and comfort at the end of the day that you've been wanting. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of it, like, am I, do I love what I do with readings and stuff? Yes. Do I sometimes get concerned that if I'm, am I helping the people that I'm supposed to be helping? It's the one main question I always have within myself. And then I start dwelling on it and then I, Spirit will remind me, do you not remember all the readings you've done already? And I was like, well, yeah, I do. But did I resonate fully with them? And they said, you don't realize how many people you've helped. She says, and you're not going to fully realize it. She says, but you are doing the job that you're supposed to be doing. So stop worrying about it. That's right. And another aspect that you were picking up on was my love life because there was a relationship that could have happened, but it didn't happen. But once I ended up, and this was what I've been going through the last three weeks, and now there's somebody new and spirit has shown me this person, not, and I, it was mind blowing how it was showed because I had to let go of a lot of stuff from the past before this person was revealed. And I'm like, really spirit? It's this person. It's one of my best friends. Okay. I'll, I'll trust you in this process. So I'm starting to get back to my happy self because it's like everything now and spirit was showing me, she said, everything now is starting to line up the way it needs to be lined up. She says, do you not remember readings that you had six months ago where we said you will not be going into a relationship towards until the end of 2022. And she said, 2023 is going to be the year that is your year. She says, so you need to make sure you are ready to go. Yes. Love that. So so it's fascinating when I'm reminded by spirit, you were going through a rough six months, but now things are starting to go where they need to go. I was like, okay, I'm just going to trust what you're, I'm going to trust you this time. So I had to let go of the fact that I don't have control anymore. And that has been one of my hardest issues is not having control. And I told a lot of my friends, it's like, I feel like I don't have control anymore. And they were like, you don't. She says, they're like, you have died to yourself. And that control part of your thinking is now gone. I was like, yeah, but how do I live with not having control? And they're like, you can't control that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like when this person was showed to me, because this person also has abilities too. And Noelle called that out in one of my readings. She says, you can't go home to a lawyer. She says, but there is somebody coming forth who has spiritual giftings like you. And she said, and this is going to be the one that you decide you're choosing. 
and they are on the same wavelength as you. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So it's like every reading is coming to fruition that I've had, especially with Noelle and everybody else. And I'm like, okay, she was the okay spirit. You're right. I, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to question you anymore because there's no point in it. Because they will always prove your little ass wrong one way or the other. Your little ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gemini, I have cards pulled on you already. Okay. Ace of Wands, Three of Wands, Three of Cups, Queen of Wands. Which, with the Ace of Wands, you are you were right. You're right where you need to be. But Spirit is going to make some changes. And you're feeling those changes. You're feeling that energy. And you are getting stressed the fuck out. Because you're like, I don't know if I want this. And they're saying, oh, well, I don't care if you want it. You're going to have it. Because they have different plans for you. And right now, the Tower card came out shortly after the Four of Swords. Which is telling me that's where you're arguing with your inner self. Like, do I need to change avenues? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do this? And it's like I've told you in a previous reading. You're changing. You're, yes, you're still going to have your podcast, but you're going to get more into doing readings itself because that right now is where spirit wants you to be. Get out of my fucking head, Gabe. Good fucking Christ. Okay. Because the next one is the Knight of Pentacles and the Magician card, which is telling me the opportunity for the money's there and you are putting the manifestations in now you weren't in the beginning but now you are manifesting everything you're like i'm going to start selling out i'm going to get all these clients i'm going to do this 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 and spirit is reading this and you're manifesting it and they're like okay we're going to grant it grant it grant it grant it grant it even though you might not feel you're ready yet. Okay, can I interrupt your, your service announcement to tell you why you're right? <laughs> I like when you say, can I just interrupt your service announcement? <laughs> um, okay, literally, I have been in this, it's been the last month. Literally starting this mediumship class changed my fucking life, just the complete mm -hmm. energy. Once I started really investing more in like myself and serving spirit, anyways, um, all of a sudden I started doing collective messages on TikTok, which I've never, ever done. It boosted me back up on the algorithm. I have like new, I don't even give a fuck about a follower amount, but I have people like actually like boosting interaction with me. And like that energy is crazy. It is representing itself in podcast listens and um, and like merch sales and then people booking readings with me and the mentorship on Patreon is going wild. And it like makes me feel so fulfilled because I'm not even chasing it for finance. I'm chasing it because it makes me feel like that's my purpose. Mm -hmm. And you calling all of this out. Um, we literally went and looked at a house this morning, looking at, um, I, I would have my own right now. I'm like in a garage with like pretty lights in the background, but mm -hmm. I would have my own like room and space and be able to like crazy the creation and the spirits really pushing it right now. So you can continue. Thank you. Yeah. Because your next row of cards is the Knight of wands, page of Pentacles, six of wands and the moon card, which is telling me the house is coming. The money's going to come. Because we all know the page of pentacles is the ultimate page, 
double ultimate card for Pentacles. Six of Wands and the Moon card. It's everything starting to go in alignment with you. Whether you fully want to realize it or not. Because you're still second guessing the fact that do I fully deserve everything that's coming my way? But not only are you thinking that, you know sometimes within your heart that, okay, I've done my dues. I've paid my price. I die to myself each and every day to help somebody out. And this is your reward from spirit saying, okay, she's been listening to us. We're going to reward her, whether she wants it or not. But I will give you the warning that came forth because you pulled the fool card and the justice card. There's somebody within your life that is causing issues. That has either attacked and or manipulated to the point where you, this is why you second guess a lot of things. But they're going to get justice for what they have done. And it's not going to be justice so much from the physical. It's going to be from spiritual. Their karmic justice is going to be delivered unto them. And then the last card that came out was the world. We're taking is, it over. Yep. They're, they're taking it back. They're bringing you back out of that tower moment. And they're like, no, we see what she does. We don't care what other people may think. And sometimes what people think about you, you sometimes let it get to you. And the world's like, no, she's not going to do that anymore. We're doing a 360 on her. So all I got to say is buckle up buttercup because it's going to happen. Everything that you have been manifesting is going to come forth. I... I want to read you this card. So I have this dark goddess deck and I was mm -hmm. doing a reading for somebody and um, this card came out and I, and I've pulled this card before, but for some reason, just this message about this goddess last night just resonated with me so deeply. And like, I felt like the whole energy of like what I feel my purpose is was explained. And so I just have to read it to you now that we're talking about this. So, um, there are only so many times that one can endure harsh criticism, judgment, and unfair comments. You feel that you are always under attack. And so defense has become your immediate response mechanism. Sadly, because you feel that you have to defend that part of you that others fear to understand, you are dimming your light somewhat to avoid persecution. A radio will guard you well as she encourages you to ignore the opinions of others Fully embrace exactly who you are and remind you that power lives within you. Mystery and magic of the old ways beckon and Aradia encourages you to tap into the ancient wisdom that is the power, that is the power of nature. Here you shall find the tools to assist you in protecting all that you stand for, defend your path and that of those who have been opposed. For there is no need to seek the approval of others as Aradia defends your divinity. Quit being on the defensive. Past hurts are affecting your reactions. Never mistake kindness for weakness. Stand strong in your convictions. Connect with the magic of nature. Defend your cause. Be proud of who you are. And a vulnerable person or animal needs your help. And then Aradia is um, known as the defender in Roman origin. And she was the daughter of Diana and Apollo. 
She was known as the goddess of witches because she was sent to teach people, especially the poor and oppressed, how to perform witchcraft and magic and to defend them against oppression, exploitation, and ridicule. And that's literally why I started this fucking podcast. And I had, I've read that message a million times and it didn't resonate till last now, night. Now spirit's revealing the true message behind that card to you. Yeah. Just like the grandmother who's crossed over. Yeah, we're going right into mediumship now. Okay. So the grandmother, who's crossed, the grandmother who crossed over, she stepped forth by, I was reading the tarot cards and I'm like, I'm going to need you to hold off because I need to hit some valid points. She knows she's seen, but she doesn't want you to look too much into, she wants you to put blinders on actually. She's like, put the blinders on, keep your focus straight where it needs to be. She says, because sometimes if you let one of the blinders go, you're like, <laughs> and she's like, she needs to stop that. She goes, I don't know what she's doing sometimes. She says, I love her to death. She says, but sometimes she's, her brain just goes different ways. And I was like, and I was like, well, that's all of us because we, we remove our blinders long enough to be like, what, what, what's going on? But she doesn't want you to do that anymore. She says, keep your focus straight ahead. She says, because the moment you don't keep it straight ahead is where you start going over this way, over this way, over this way. And she says, if she just fucking keeps her head on straight and looks straight ahead, we won't have the issue. And she's like, she does the stuff she needs to do, but sometimes she's like, I'm not doing it. And she gets an attitude and she starts stomping her feet when we start communicating because she doesn't want to do it. I literally will do this like arm straight down like a little kid, mm -hmm. like foot stomp and be like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she showed me that. And you, you're, and usually your hair's always up in the bun and your hair's just going like this because you're shaking your head. And she's like, I told you she can be, she gets mad at us. She says, but she ends up doing it after we argue back and forth for about an hour and a half about it. So literally, uh, for months, I had been feeling like I was being told to do those collective messages I told you about. And mm -hmm. I was like, I do like, that is not what I do. That's not what I use my platform for. It's not to whatever. And the moment that I decided to post a video doing that and, and tapping into just that energy, I feel like I'm so much more open now. And again, to just doing what I'm being led to do and not questioning it. And I stopped doing that for a while. And so I can see exactly where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. But she's all, she said, I'm always around her. I know what she's doing at any given moment. And like, she gives you this stern look. You can see her sometimes and you can see the look she's giving you. And it's like, she like puts on the poker face and she's giving you the evil eye. And you're like, and that's when you're like, I don't want to do it. And it's funny too, because so this is my grandma Susie. This is my mom's mom. And um, I met her when I, but she passed away when I was one. And uh -huh. so I didn't have her growing up, um, but I have a stepdaughter. And when my stepdaughter was like two, she was telling me and my husband how she was talking with grandma Susie. And 
I never discussed her because I didn't, you know, grow up with her. And that was the, when I really started understanding that like she's around and, um, then you tapping into her is the first time anybody's pulled her through on a reading, which I thought was really cool. Oh, she made herself prominent. She's like, I knew you were coming eventually. She <sighs> says, so this was the opportunity, but she also had the abilities. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want her to get burned out like I did. She said, there's a lot of avenue that's opening up. And she says, I need her mentally prepared because there's going to be days where it's, she's going to be like, I can't do this. But she's saying you need to be strong because you're going to you're going to have to do. It. There's nobody else capable to do what spirit is about to have you do. She says it's, it's going to be one of the roughest roads. She says, but I know your inner strength. I've seen your inner strength. Your perseverance has been so freaking amazing that it kind of surprises her. And she gets, now she's going to get all emotional and start crying. She's like, I have never been more proud of anybody in my entire life into watching. And I'm going to use your name because she's saying your name, Diana. She says, she is one strong woman. She says, for what she has gone through in her life, she's like, She's persevering and she's coming out on top and she's going to win. She goes, I don't care how many people try to come up against her. She's going to fight them off like she always does. And she keeps saying, you better be ready. I don't know that I am, but we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that's a lie. I am. I am. I work, I work really, really, really hard and it doesn't always feel like work and I wouldn't want to be doing anything differently. And I can see how all of these avenues always unfold. And coincidentally, it's always at the end of the year, right before the new year, when things always like, that's when I'm moving or, you know, and there's like, whatever. Um, and yeah, I just, I it's can always going to be the, end of the year for you. It's never going to change. Yeah, I can see that. And that's also like my moon sign is um, Sagittarius. And so we're also in like, you know, Sagittarius season. And that's when big things start like unfolding. And I feel like it's when spirit puts me through the emotional tests of seeing how I'm going to balance my gifts and whatever and use those situations, so. Trust me, 2023 is gonna be a good, good, good year for you. I hope so. I, the, I had my like huge dark soul of the night, like coming unglued in 2020 and in a little bit into last year. But really this past like year has been my like rebuilding myself in the growth period. And I knew that getting through that, that the following year would be the like harder work and more payoff. Mm -hmm. And the rewards are coming 2023 and 2024. Sweet. That's why she, that's why your grandma keeps saying better get prepared, better be ready. She says, because it's going to happen, it's just going to go bam, 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 bam. And you're going to be like, holy fuck. 
We love to see it. You know what? Okay, I, I got to go on my ego for a minute, Gabe. I just got to tell you. I got recognized <laughs> in the grocery store the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've made it. <laughs> that happened to me once. I went to a restaurant. And they're like, because at this time, I wasn't fully redo into my abilities and setting my name for myself. And they're like, are you the one true Gabe? Because that used to be my username. And I was like, oh, crap. No, this is not happening right now. And I said, yes, I am. And they're like, you don't realize how your videos resonate with my soul. Because I don't normally do. If you look at my platform, you've seen my videos. There's times where I do bring in spiritual talk. But most of it is songs that can relate to somebody. Because I know for a shadow of a doubt, when there are certain songs that come into my spirit, I have to make the lip sync video to it because somebody is going through something. And that's, and that's how I sometimes get my messages apart or through is through song. Now, will I be changing my platform to, you know, when I start doing more Zoom readings, it's going to start being clips of them. So it's going to be, everything is starting to change and spirits telling me, I know within my intuition, she, they're like, you're going to have to change the platform. I was like, I know. So yeah, it's just my amazing. biggest recommendation is always for, for anybody trying to get like their message out or anything that you be on multiple platforms and be setting yourself up in all kinds of different ways. So that if something happens with one platform or you, you know, your page gets taken or whatever else you're set up in all these other avenues to tell your following where you are. Mm-hmm. Like spirits already told me, she could, they were like, you're not going to be on TikTok all the time. She mm-hmm. says, you better get ready to start branching out. She says, you're going to be on Instagram. You're going to be on YouTube. She says, but you're also going on radio stations. So I'm like, I'm what? And she goes, you heard me. And I was like, I can see you on radio stations. You have a good voice. And she was like, you have, she says, what we have set intention for you and that you're getting to walk into, getting ready to walk into. She says, your mind's going to be blown. But she says, you know what you're doing. She says, you've dreamed about this for since the day you were born to be on stage, to be famous, to be this, to be that. And she says, your mindset has never left. She says, you just settled for things of passion. She says, now it's time that you step into the bigger realm of things. And I'm like, okay, I understand. And she says, you're not ready. You're feeling you're not ready and you're nervous as hell for what's coming forth. She said, but spiritually, you're ready for this. And I was like, Hmm. that's when I'm like, that's when I'm done with talking to the spirit because I'm like, gotcha. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story, sharing your gift with me, letting me read you. Um, I am going to be dropping your episode next Sunday. And so um, people will be able to listen to that on any platform where they listen to podcasts. They'll only be able to watch it on Patreon. Um, And I will have the description in the description. I'll have the links to all of your platforms so that people can go and follow you. I always encourage people to follow every guest that I have on here, even if they don't necessarily specifically resonate with the, um, like believe the same things that you believe. I think that it's so important for people to be following people 
who have great intentions with different beliefs, because that's how you evolve and you learn and, and whatever on this journey. It's been a pleasure being on Covenant of Rejects with you. I, well, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you so much again. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.